Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Crowcast. I am Carell. Happy Halloween. Happy Monday. Uh, I hope you're having a fun weekend and a fun Halloween today if you are celebrating. You know, we talk a lot about Halloween and stuff and it's a marketing tool now, but see, people said, why aren't you celebrating this year? And I'm not. I said, you know what? I genuinely, I really am terrified at what's going on in the general public. There's nothing... There's no ghoul ghoul or ghost or goblin or anything like that that could really terrify me. I am genuinely terrified what's going to happen in eight days from today. Now, seven days from today, I turn 60, and that's equally as terrifying. I am really terrified about next week. Next Monday, I turn 60. Next Tuesday, we vote. And I'm finding it, how do I say this, the things that we find scary, it's shocking to me how we're not finding things that we should be finding scary, scary. For instance, the third in line to the presidency, they keep saying the second, but she's the third in line. Well, she's the second in line to the president. She's the third most powerful person. Nancy Pelosi, president, vice president, speaker of the house. That's the order of secession. So she is the third most important person in politics, second she is two breaths away from the presidency. And one of those is maybe a little feeble. Uh, and so this is an important person in American government. And this person was basically had an assassination attempt against her where they ended up beating her husband. Now, forget all the questions about security and all that. The GOP and MAGA's response to this has been frightening. Putting out conspiracy theories that Elon Musk himself retweet. It's been frightening that they've been trying to blame Nancy or Paul Pelosi for the attack. Or try to deflect that the blood is squarely on their hands, quite literally. The hammer was in their hands. If they had a hammer. So that's terrifying. The other scary thing is, is if this had gone the other way, if this was, let's say, uh, someone on the right had this happen to them, uh, Kevin McCarthy or, you know, just pick someone here, Ted Cruz. What's up, Miss M? Ted Cruz or whatever. You know, if, if someone had on the right had this happen to them, we know the noise that we would now be subjected to. We know there'd already be laws. There'd be, I mean, we know this. But because it's someone on the left, someone that they like to vilify, no one's really caring about it. And that's scary, people. It's scary when in the United States or any country, when the person second in line to the president has an assassination attempt on their life and it basically not only goes unnoticed or, or, or even by the public there's no huge outcry there's no no one it's like nobody cares that there was an assassination attempt that's scary that's really frightening do you know what's really frightening to me 
I just ordered Instacart. That's scary in and of itself. Uh, and I do that nowadays when I get heavy items. I'm not supposed to lift heavy because of my aorta and my back. So when I'm buying watermelons, cantaloupe, six containers of uh, vegetable stock, things that weigh a lot. Uh, and I'm not going to carry 80, 90, 100 pounds of groceries up the stairs. I'm, I'm going to Instacart it. And what's really scary is a half a pound of shredded coconut is $5.99. What's really scary is that a bottle of Just Egg, which is mung bean, just one bottle, is $5.50. Today at the dog park on Halloween, Ember was the only one in a little costume, and she was adorable. She doesn't go in the dog park, but she waves her little, she waved her little Kremlin at him. She's in a little skirt. Oh, she's so cute. Uh, I'll post a picture on my uh, Twitter while I still have it, or because uh, I'm I'm seriously thinking of getting off that. But anyway. Scary things. What scares you? I'd like to hear down below in the comments. Comments are important. It's important that you comment. Don't just think about what I'm saying. Comment about it. That is really important on YouTube for their algorithm. One of the reasons we don't get higher in the rankings is not a lot of comments. Comment down below. What scares you this Halloween? It could be something that goes bump in the night. Maybe you're afraid of the dark. I don't like to be alone myself. I, I don't like to just be dead alone, like alone, alone, alone. In other words, here in my condo, I'm not alone. There's a person next door, a person downstairs, people across the way over there. I don't like to be alone, alone. Like, I would not want to be in a cabin in the woods by myself in seclusion. No, nay, nay. <laughs> just wouldn't like that. Don't like that. So what are you afraid of? I'm afraid that we're not outraged over Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi's attack. I'm alarmed that Elon Musk now owns Twitter, and in just two days, I've lost a 1,000 followers. That's people quitting. That's people quitting. A 1,000 people that follow me, liberals, progressives, quit Twitter because he took over, and the hate bots came back, Russian disinformation. Twitter is now dangerous to the American sovereignty, and Elon Musk is proving to be dangerous to American sovereignty. He threw out the board today, appointed himself sole director, like on, you know, something out of a dynasty. I will fire this board. <laughs> He's like turned into Alexis Carrington with bad wardrobe. I'm frightened that people will still use that platform and take the news from that platform as real when it's not now. You cannot trust what's on there. You just can't. I'm frightened by that. What frightens you? I'm frightened that violence is so acceptable now. See, that's another reason Halloween doesn't scare me anymore. I used to get terrified. I used to love Halloween. But now with movies like The Purge, I see that becoming a reality. We are letting criminals do criminal things in the streets, in Congress. We are letting criminals get away with crimes all over the place. Commit credit card fraud, nobody cares. Steal someone's credit card, buy a million dollars worth of stuff, nobody cares. The only crimes now that you get punished for are crimes against the rich. If you do some crime and it's against a rich white person, you will be punished. But if your crime is against society or a corporation, whatever, you know, maybe a corporation you'll get punished. Corporations and rich people, if you do crimes against them, you get punished. Do crimes against each other, no. Be, you know, I was watching this show, I Am a Stalker, and 
talk about scary. It's scary how we leave people vulnerable to attack. How they beg for help. And we let we say, oh, we'll file an order of protection, which everybody in this series says is worth the paper it's printed on. It's amazing. It's frightening on this Halloween how we leave people to fend for themselves when there's a stalker trying to harm them or terrorize them. Some of these, sh- that, that I Am a Stalker show on Netflix, it's terrorizing because it's real. Because you and I can imagine what it would be like to have this happening to you and to feel trapped and that no one wants to help you, the police, nobody. That's scary. That we don't help people more is frightening. It's scary that we don't care about the environment enough to save it. It's scary that there's now articles out there about how we better get used to climate change and we better just start building for the chaos because even though we could, as humans, solve the crisis, we're not going to. That's scary. It's scary that Fetterman and Oz are in the same Senate race and that Oz would poll. I heard this on MSNBC today. It's frightening that Herschel Walker would get any support. These are people that were never given any credibility. That's what's really scary nowadays on this Halloween. And I want to hear your comments down below about what's frightening you. What, what frightens me today is that we give credibility to people like Donald Trump who don't earn it, who don't deserve it. And they have credibility somehow. Somehow they can make statements about things. Somehow they can, you know, be deemed an, uh, followable to where you should listen to what they are saying. How do we give credibility to such miscreants and cretins? How, is, how do we do that? That's frightening. It is frightening. How MAGA follows Donald Trump. That is scary. Now that's on this Halloween, that is really scary. It's scary that this guy would be so against Nancy Pelosi that he'd want to go kill her when he doesn't know her. And he certainly didn't examine her voting record or anything like that. He was told that she is bad. It's frightening that we are living with a group of people who find that if they're told to go do violence, they will. Support the cause. That's scary. So what is scary to you on this Halloween? It's a lovely topic. I'd love your comments down below. What is frightening to you? Inflation is frightening to me because what's frightening about it is I see right through it. It is just corporate greed. The company that owns Sprouts made a huge profit last year. The company that owns Kroger, Smith's, Ralph's, Albertsons, they all made record profits. These seven food companies that run the world, and I, we've gone over that on the show before, those seven companies made record profits last year. It's frightening when you go to the store now and you go to buy something. It's actually scary because you don't know how much it's going to be. A box of macaroni and cheese, poor people food. A box of macaroni and cheese is $3.99 for the good kind. And the four for a dollar craft that every poor person used to eat are now $1.99, two dollars each. For a box of mac and cheese, possibly the worst, most artificial food on the planet, $4 for a box. 
Bananas, 50 cents each now. 50 cents each for a banana. Plantains. I'm doing a recipe with plantains and lentils, and I'll videotape it and show it to you later in the week. Plantains. Two for $2. That's a dollar a plantain. A dollar for a plantain. It should be 20 cents. It's scary that we don't know where that's ending. That's frightening. On this Halloween, that's frightening to me. The, the price of food is becoming scary to me because no one's stopping them. No one's reeling in the food company saying you cannot keep making these record profits. You have got to cap the price of groceries. You're killing people. People aren't eating because of these prices. But no one's... No, no, no. Uh, last I heard, Biden's going after resort fees and junk fees. In Europe... In Canada as well, they're going after grocery prices. Well, Europe, they're offering you a loan. That's, that's, yeah, I'm not making that up. They're offering you a loan in Europe. So Instacart, which might be delivered while we're on air here, you know, the prices, and they don't mark it up. It tells you if the price is marked up. And on Sprouts, it says in-store pricing. That means the price that you're getting there is the price of the item in store. And I've taken Instacart two sprouts and looked and the prices were the same you know four dollars for blueberries three dollars for a little tub of strawberries i mean this is and where does it end see that's what's frightening to me that is what's really really scary to me where does this end you know, who's going to give us the relief? We act like in the midterms, after we vote, then everything's going to be okay. The inflation's going to go down. Home prices, uh, interest rates are, are soaring. Home prices are falling. So this market that, I mean, literally here at my place, when they put a, a unit up for sale, there'd be five, six, seven, eight, nine people waiting for it. I went downstairs one time, there was a line of people to see the unit down below me. And now... <laughs> You're lucky if you get an offer in a week, two weeks. It used to be just, just six months ago, you put a property on the market, and within the first hour, you had multiple offers. Now it's the first week, maybe one. My friends have been real estate in Long Beach. They put up a house for 700 They got a 690 uh, offer. They took it and then had to credit the guy another 6000 and they did it. They did it because they know that it's getting rough. And I, I don't hear any solutions from the GOP and very few solutions from the Democrats because when you're busy fighting for your very... See, we're not fighting to make our country better in these midterms. We're actually fighting to keep our democracy. You know, up in Canada, I'm number 101 on the news and commentary charts in Canada uh, for the podcast. And I, I think that's great. Make me number one there. I will move there. I will be yours, Canada. My last name is Boulay. My mother's last name is Tremblay. Both are from the Quebec, Quebec side of Canada. I am yours. My grandparents were born there on both sides. I belong to you. Please reclaim me. Please, Canada, please take me back. Please. I beg you. You know, up in Canada, they're trying to address issues. Down here, we're trying to save democracy. I mean, that's, come on, people. How can you do programs to get people off the street, to deal with climate change, to deal with the incarceration rate or legalizing drugs that need to be legalized? How can you deal with anything 
that is an issue in your country when you are fighting for the very way that you govern your country and the party on the other side has turned into a violent, violent insurrectionist cult. You can't run a country that way. We are now in a marriage, because that's what this is, politics. We are in a marriage with a violent, insurrectionist, narcissistic, with Jeffrey Dahmer. We're and that's who they are. They are violent. They are terrible, terrible people. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, yeah, I'm scared this Halloween. You, you bet I'm scared. I'm scared that these people are going to win. I'm scared that the United States of America is going to fall. Yeah, I'm scared. So this Halloween, ghouls and goblins and frights, you know. Eh. I like Dia de los Muertos, the notion of the dead, the, the veil between. Pets can cross that as well. I would love to see all of the animals that have passed, Attila and Owen and Albals and Angel and Mojo and Freckles and all of them in between. I'd love to see them all. That'd be great. That'd be great. A great night of, of ghost, <laughs> ghost doggies. Of course, my parents. And I'd love to see if Andrew approves of me now. For some reason, I feel I need that. So Dia de los Muertos, that's, that's something that I would like. But, you know, that's really what Halloween is, and it was invented in Ireland, basically, uh, you know, Halloween, Samhain. And it really was about the veil between the living and the dead. You know, and one of the reasons we want that veil to lift is because a lot of us have things that we didn't say or that we want to hear from them. And that should tell you that, you know, unfinished business is something that, you know, you should finish. Halloween is sort of about unfinished business. You want to tell the dead something or the dead want to come back and tell you something. I'm watching the Instacarter on my map. I give them explicit directions that they never read. She's now on the opposite side of my complex. My groceries may never get here. I always wonder. One time they didn't show up. They just didn't show up. I ended up calling and they credited my account, the entire thing. Went through the whole shopping thing with the person, chose replacements, the whole thing. The groceries never got to me. <laughs> just never, never got to me. Oh, well, well, well. So, yeah, it is Halloween week. Oh, by the way, uh, I will be on Thursday. I won't be on Friday and I will not be on Monday, my birthday. So this week I'll be on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And next week I'll be on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm, I'm going to be off on Friday, and I'm going to be off on Monday. That is a programming note. So, because uh, my birthday is Monday, a week from today. I turned 60. You know, I, that's been giving me some, some mind messing. It really has. Oh, she's here. The Instacart found me. Uh, that, that's gonna get, that gave me some mind messing, turning 60. It did. It really did. I mean, I am aging. There's no, you know, there, and you don't really think of yourself how do I say this? My brain still feels like when I was turning 30 or when I was turning 40 or when I was turning 50. But like today, I don't know, maybe the last week I've overdone it. It was a disabled day. I almost didn't do the show today. Oh, my back hurt. My legs felt weak. I just, I didn't feel good. I took Tylenol and ibuprofen. I went to bed and slept from 1030 till one. And now I feel great. I feel, I feel wonderful. I think I was just tired or something. I don't know. That's age. <laughs> it's what that is. 
and you don't have this manual, you know? There's no like, oh, you're turning 60. Here's the thing that's going to ha start happening to you. you know, this is normal. There's no manual. You just talk to older people, and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no manual for this. I am facing six decades without any kind of instructions. So I'm still go, go, Energizer Bunny, you know? Meanwhile, my body is like, oh, oh, I'm dropping microphones. Oh, she hasn't found me yet. She's been downstairs. I don't mean to be rude about this, but Instacart does not employ the brightest bulb. Oh, here she is. I hope she puts it on the bench. You think she'll know? Yes, there she is. Hello, just put it on the bench. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, sorry, there's so many heavy things. <laughs> oh, she's late. Now, she, now, see, how do I feel with my aorta and my back that this small uh, uh, Asian woman is out front and she carried most of my groceries up with one, just <laughs> one trip. She's got them all over her arms, her legs, everywhere. She and me, I'd be like making three trips. See, age. She's in her 30s. <laughs> it just illustrates. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like taking two bags at a time. I'd be like, oh, God, I need, you know, help. <laughs> you know why older people date younger people? So they can, they can have someone to do things for them. I don't want to date someone my age. I want to date someone in their 40s that can carry the groceries up. I want to date someone in their 40s that can help me when I need the help. I understand why older men date younger people now. For the help. <laughs> you know it's, it's like one of the reasons you have kids, right? It's like for the help. Oh, Lord. Okay. I really am. I don't know if any of y'all down in the comments below have any, like, uh, if you all have the manual for how to turn 60. I have friends coming into town, uh, Jake and Heather, my niece and nephew. Jake is bringing his wife, Ari. That's exciting. Heather's wife, Emily, is staying home. I wish I was seeing her. But I have family. So they're coming into town. Daniel Charleston's coming into town. David Hall might come into town. My friends Heath and Laura are going to be joining us most of the weekend. There's dim sum Friday night, high tea on Saturday. I bought an outfit off of Amazon for high tea, which is probably going to look ridiculous because it's not expensive. It was like 88 bucks. But it's a founding father's outfit. It looks like a painting I have, and I want it to look like my painting. Then I went on Etsy and found a founding father's outfit for $900 and realized which one I really wanted. And so I'm like, yeah, you're going to look like an idiot. I may not wear it, and luckily Amazon that should we just return anything. So, uh, But yeah, I bought it yesterday. We'll, it'll be here tomorrow. Uh, so we got family and friends coming into town. Uh, I've got high tea on Saturday, Sunday a brunch. And then Monday, my actual birthday, I'm, probably me and Bridget will hang out. And, uh, you know, Amber, of course. Uh, and so, yeah, and the aging issues, I've had them this last week. I really have. Like, dude, do you know that, do you know that life expectancy for a U.S. male is 74 years, which is only 14 more years? Now, you really don't want to be turning 60 thinking you only got 14 more years to go. Okay, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to live into my 80s, my 90s. Hmm. When you actually start to think about your time being limited, you start to realize how precious it is. You know, I said, how are you going to spend this last weekend of your 50s, meaning this last weekend? And I said, you know what, if you just spent it hugging Ember, that would be, because I'm so in love with her, <laughs> that would be, you know, a fine weekend. And basically that's what I did most of the weekend. 
Uh, and it was a fine weekend. You also start learning how you, like, I don't have to hustle as much anymore. I don't. I don't have to have five hit shows. One will do nicely. I don't have to have a record, a hit show, a hit book. I can have those individually. I can do a record, then do a show, then do a book. I don't have to do a show while doing a book, while doing a record, even though that's what I'm doing right now. But you know what I'm saying? You tend to slow down a little bit, and that's okay with you. You're not, you don't feel the need to run that race anymore. That's why I worry about older politicians, people in their 70s and their 80s. They're not as motivated to solve problems as they were. As they were. That's just a fact of biology. In some ways, they're more motivated because they know they're going to die. But in other ways, they're less motivated. Other things seem less important to them. That's why we really do need younger people in the White House, younger people, uh, you know, in Congress, younger people in the Senate. When you reach a certain age, you start thinking a certain way. You do. I didn't want to think the way I think right now. It's just sort of happening. So, yeah, 66 decades, I never thought. You guys are sitting there going, some of you are older and you're like, but a lot of you are younger. I know my demo. A lot of you are in the 25 to 54. And you're sitting there in your 30s and your 40s in Canada or wherever you're at, and you're thinking, damn, he's old. <laughs> and you're thinking, that's a long way off for me. Well, can I just tell you right now, I thought it was a long way off for me too. And right now, as that number is facing me on the birthday cards, it still feels like a long way off. I don't know what it's supposed to feel like, but I don't feel old most of the time. I don't feel washed up, done, retired. I don't, I don't, I'm not looking ahead seeing a pasture that I want to go graze in. That's not, that's not who I am or what I want. So I don't know what it's supposed to feel like to be 60. I just know what it feels like to be alive. And for me to be alive is to be with Ember to be with you all, to write books, do records, to have 16 projects going on at once. To me, being alive is having my eyes open and, yes, being woke. You know, there's this whole notion. See, that's talk about going back to things that scare me here at the end of the show, and you can put things down below that scare you in the comments. This whole anti-woke movement scares me. You mean you want to move away from enlightenment? You want, you know, yesterday there was a, a, a sign at the polls and a candidate that said, you know, helping to restore your freedoms. And I've told you that I've wanted to ask, you know, what freedoms, what freedoms? And so yesterday I did ask someone there, what freedoms do you suppose that he wanted to give up? And they started telling me and I said, oh, so you mean the freedom to discriminate? The, he, he wants the freedom back to subjugate women and gays and blacks and, oh, I get it. So the freedoms that you all are talking about, that you, as today in the Supreme Court, it's being argued to repeal affirmative action in education, which we know we need. I went to Long Beach Poly High School because I was white. They came and got me in a special bus because I was white. 
Affirmative action works, and yet they're arguing about it in front of the Supreme Court to take it away. That's the freedom they want. They want the freedom to go back to the way it was, where gays have no rights, where women have no rights, where schools can discriminate against blacks or browns or gays or whatever. That's what they want. Those are the freedoms they talk about when they talk about freedom. They're not talking about the freedom to love, to accept, to build, to grow, to be diverse. The freedom to live under liberty, meaning free of tyranny. That's not the freedom they're talking about. They're talking about the freedom to be fascist. I am Carell. You be who you want to be. Salon doesn't hurt anybody. Thank you so much for joining me. My Instacart shopper thanks you. I'm sure she was. Hey, she got a $10 tip. I'm sure she thanks you. Uh, and I will be back on, uh, what is this week? Okay, this week I'll be back on Wednesday. And then I'll be here on Thursday. I won't be here on Friday. And then I won't be here on Monday. But I will be here on Tuesday. <laughs> so you're still going to get three shows. You're going to get three shows this week and three shows ne next week, just on different days. Because it's my birthday. Have a party. It's my birthday week. And I'm going to have a party. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the App Store of your choice now.